The Paul Kaharski Podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company, a Nashville original since 2003. Welcome into the Paul Kuharski Podcast. I am Paul Kuharski of paulkuharski.com. I've met my quota of three quick mentions of my name at the very start. I appreciate you joining me for a little Tennessee Titans talk. Um, things are slow, obviously. A lot of people thinking something's coming with Jadavian Clowney. I hesitate to even mention because I, I'm not even sure they're talking to him. Um, and I uh, think the price will have to come down substantially for him to be a realistic possibility in Nashville. Um, but uh, the depth chart really is largely set in Nashville. I wanted to run through it a little bit. And what I want to talk about today is really the Titans roster health long term. Um, so let's run through last year's depth chart where the holes are going into the 2020 season and then the long-term health of this roster, which I think is pretty good. The, the one other thing that's hanging over this team for a lot of people is the idea of a long-term contract with Derrick Henry and that there's a, a big ticking clock hanging over this, like, uh, a lot of he deserves it. When is it coming? They're making him wait. First off, there's no real deadline on this now. They um, July 15th is the only deadline, right? After July 15th, they can't negotiate anything long-term with him until after their season ends. I don't know that they uh, – are going to make any progress on that. I don't know that they want to make any progress on that. Maybe they do, or maybe they don't. You can hear Finley barking outside on my new microphone, which picks up everything. Um, whether they do or do not, <clears throat> I think they have more uh, pressing things uh, going on now, perhaps. Um, and I don't know what his impetus is uh I just, I just think right now things are calm on this front. There's no OTAs coming up for which they need him to sign and be in. Um, I think if he's going the holdout route, he would probably miss those anyway. Um, but because of the coronavirus stuff, the Titans aren't going to be on the field April 20th, um, and they're probably not going to have anything going on for some time. Um, and so – there's no ticking clock here. I, I think it's com completely conceivable that the Titans plan, and this is me uh, gut feeling here, not uh, anything that I know from the inside, but the Titans, you know, can pay um, Derrick Henry $10.278 million this year. That's the tag number. Once he signs it, that would be a guaranteed salary for this year. No upfront money, obviously, but that's paid over the course of the season. Next year, that tag number would have to go up 120%. If I'm doing my math right, that would be $11.51 million. Two-year total, $21.789 million. That's a pretty good chunk of change. It would be two-year guarantee. It would get him, um, what, his six-year, his six years in the league, which is, you know, generally regarded as the prime lifespan number 
for a running back in the league. Would it be nice if they worked out something long-term for Derrick Henry? Yes. How long-term is long-term? I'd say three years. Um, is he going to be happy with that? I don't know. Two years and 21, almost $22 million seems about right to me. And that's what two franchise tags would turn out to be. So the depth chart right now, including him, you've got uh, Corey Davis and, uh, and A.J. Brown as, as the two starting receivers. Um, and you're happy there, though, Davis, uh, presumably his last year. First week of May, they have to make a decision on his fifth-year option for 2021. I wouldn't expect them to pick that up. Um, that number, I might have it handy right here. Let's see. Well, I don't. But um, that's going to be an expensive number. He's he's not going to be worth that expensive number. And uh, I think you're looking at another starting receiver next year uh, who could come in the draft this year or next year. Uh, Adam Humphreys in the slot, if they stay, you know, continue to list themselves as a three wide receiver base, whether they do or don't, those are the top three wide receivers. Johnny Smith um, as the number one tight end. Offensive line, Lawan. Saffold, Jones, Davis, and for the time being, Kelly on the right side, who could be beaten out um, quickly or after a bit by a high draft pick, first or second round player, conceivably. Uh, Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, Derek Henry at running back, draft priority, a number two running back. Um, they need a backup running uh, backup quarterback, obviously um, round out the receiving core, perhaps um, offensive tackle. As I said, maybe a tight end. Michael Pruitt is back. Anthony Ferkser is back. You can upgrade around that group out defensive depth chart, um, a defensive line right now, Jeffrey Simmons, Daquan Jones, and a hole. Uh, Austin Johnson's a free agent, not particularly impressive player. The other guys are rotating cast as uh, Jonathan Hutton said on the midday 180 of uh, a merry-go-round of inactives, Isaiah Mack, Matt Dickerson, Joey Ivy. I would expect another uh, better player to be added who could be uh, the third defensive lineman there. Um, I would think you could find a veteran for that role. Um, I know if Clowney were in the mix, he could play certainly some end there. Um, but we will see. Um, outside linebackers right now, Harold Landry, Vic Beasley, Kamala Correa, still a free agent, uh, still somebody I would think they would want back. Inside linebackers, uh, so uh, sorry, the outside linebackers, other ones would be uh, behind those guys. Reggie Gilbert, Derek Roberson, um, and that would be it for now. Am I missing somebody there? Wake is gone. Oh, DeAndre Walker, um, coming off a rookie year on injured reserve. And then inside linebackers, very obviously, uh, Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, um, and David Long, and presumably the, uh, the new special teams ace. Uh, from the Chargers, whose name I don't have in front of me. Forgive me. Cornerbacks, uh, Logan Ryan in limbo right now. I'm not expecting him back. 
you would have as starters uh, Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson. Uh, third corner, unknown, going to be a draft pick. Ty Smith, still a free agent. I would think they would like to have him back ultimately. Um, I think there's some haziness about Tremaine Brock's situation off the field, uh, though he did a pretty good job until he got roasted by Kansas City. Lots of cornerbacks get roasted by Kansas City. LaShawn Sims, also a free agent. Amani Hooker, uh, a safety who they've played some and kind of as kind of a nickel dime safety. Starting safeties, Kevin Byard uh, and uh, Kenny Kenny Vaccaro. Special teams, Kern, obviously. Uh, Greg Joseph, for the time being, the kicker. We don't know if they're going to feel compelled to bring somebody in there or not. So right now, the concerns, uh, Ryan or a replacement for Ryan, Correa or another outside linebacker, um, a right tackle to compete with Kelly either serving as the right tackle or swing tackle and um, a, a third down type back who can catch, catch the ball. Um, it's not a terrible list of needs, a backup quarterback, not a terrible list of needs, um, but they've got work to do. And I think the, the bulk of it's going to come in the draft. I was curious to look ahead. They've got um, in May decisions to make on Adoy Jackson and Corey Davis. I've said from the start that I expect um, Davis will not get his fifth year option picked up and will be a free agent in 2021. Adoy Jackson will get his fifth year option picked up and will be under contract through 2021. So then if you get to 2021, who are the Titans looking at as free agents? Well, Derek Henry, if he plays under that franchise tag, will still need uh, a contract or another tag. Daquan Jones. Um, who is playing the third year of his three-year contract, making $7 million. Good run stopper. Um, he would be due for a new contract. Could be a training camp contract this year. Um, they have three key guys, really. Daquan Jones, Jonu Smith, and Jayon Brown are the three guys who have been good starting football players on this team. Johnny Smith took a little while to graduate, and that was the plan for him coming in behind Delaney Walker. Uh, Jayon Brown, who <clears throat> was a situational guy for a while, uh, gradually took over for Wesley Woodyard and is playing next to Rashawn Evans. Good football player, especially um, in coverage, fast for that position. He's kind of the uh, modern inside linebacker. Um, and a good player. All, all three of these guys I think you would want on your football team, and the Titans are not stacked by any means on the defensive line. That increases Daquan Jones's value. Johnny Smith is, is uh, number one tight end for this team. Uh, valuable. Jayon Brown, valuable. Those are three contracts they're going to want. Vic Beasley, we have no idea. This is a one-year um, show-me deal. So you're going to want to see what he does there. Derrick Henry, obviously a big – issue Khalif Raymon also but I think the Titans really need to uh and Batson will be restricted I think um those are the two speed wide receivers I'm looking for a speed wide receiver that that prompts himself to be um more than the fifth guy in the rotation I need a, a speed wide receiver that's a candidate to push Corey Davis this year um or certainly to to uh be a starter 
in a year opposite A.J. Brown with Humphreys as the slot guy. So that's not the worst situation in a year. I mean, hell, they're just coming off a, a year where they had quarterback, running back, um, very good slot cornerback who it appears will be moving on, though we don't know for sure. Right tackle who'd been an all-pro and was back to a pretty good form who was priced out of the market in Jack Conklin, who was a first-round pick. That was a big free agent uh, market. And then a bunch of other smaller guys we've seen, Michael Pruitt return, other guys uh, still on the market, Ty Smith, LaShawn Sims, Tremaine Brock, um, Tajay Sharp, the receiver, um, several more, Kamale Correa, who I think is is worth having back, but we don't know what kind of price he's looking for. So uh, still many smaller pieces to free agency. Uh, next year, big names, Henry, obviously, and John U. Smith, Jayon Brown, Daquan Jones, uh, significant pieces, three guys the Titans are going to have to figure out what they want to do with and uh, and to try to get under contract. Traditionally, the Titans would get at least one of those deals done in training camp. Um, this presumes we're going to have a regular training camp and a regular kind of calendar. And then Vic Beasley, we have to see what he does, obviously. Go ahead. Uh, one more year after 2021. That's not a bad free agency year at all. But first, it's time to remind you that this uh, podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brew. I've got some Hefeweizen in the refrigerator. I'm home a lot these days. When I pop open a beer while I'm watching the news or getting away from the news, I'm drinking Yazoo, as should you be. Longtime sponsor of this fine podcast, a big supporter of paulkoharski.com. They support me. I hope you'll support them. I appreciate them from uh, way back near the very start of paulkuharski.com. And uh, I ask when you're making your grocery run and uh, going by the beer aisle that you look for their distinctive red and white logo, uh, grab a six-pack, a 12-pack case, stock up, Yazoo Brew, Nashville's finest. So after, after um, the 2021 season, not a long list of big names. Ben Jones, and I would think he would be near the end of his career then and that the Titans would be needing a new center. Maybe they would get him a year ahead of that. Logan Woodside, um, who we don't know if he's going to be around uh, till then. We don't know how he factors in to the backup quarterback plan in the, in the coming year and coming years, and if they'll be in position to keep uh, two or three uh, or if he'll be in line for that. And Harold Landry and Dane Cruikshank, uh, both of whom will have roles. Uh, Harold Landry needs to grow into a uh, number one uh, or at least be a very steady number two pass rusher for this franchise for the next couple of years. Uh, was number two draft, uh, second round draft pick um, of, of significant value to this franchise needs to develop a second move needs to stay consistent. Can't disappear for eight game stretches like he did over the, of, over the second half of 2019 Dane Cruikshank, uh, you know, could grow into a starting safety, uh, depending on, uh, on what goes on, but, uh, a valuable piece of a secondary and a great special teams player. So, um, 
those are four guys who become free agents after the 2021 season, not a huge bunch. There is a huge bunch after 2022 on offense. Roger Saffold and uh, Humphreys, the two big free agent signings from a year ago, um, will have their contracts run out. Dennis Kelly, who just re-signed um, to be either the swing right tackle or the right tackle. A.J. Brown, who's uh, going to be a big one and could be signed a year before that. Second round pick, no fifth-year option on him. And Nate Davis, uh, who hopefully for the Titans will have been a three-plus-year starter. Really, you call him a four-year starter. It didn't take him too, too long to get in the lineup. That uh, amounts to five offensive starters or four four offensive starters and a, and a swing tackle, depending on what Kelly's role is. That's a big haul right there. Um, and that'll be a big day, but these guys, it's, I mean, this is a good thing. We're talking, uh, what after 2022, this is a while off. The core is together on defense. Malcolm Butler will be expiring after 2022. Kenny Vaccaro, uh, hooker who, uh, we're expecting to have a bigger role now. And DeAndre Walker, who we know nothing about, who missed last uh, last season with an injury, injury that I know and cannot disclose, which is driving me crazy. I can't get it on the record anywhere. I only know it off the record. Um, so not as bad defensively. You would think that they would have a Butler replacement in-house probably a year before that. Um, if Crookshank is resigned, he could be the guy to replace Vaccaro. Um, or uh, Hooker. Could also be in line uh, for that if he's resigned then. And hopefully Walker has developed into uh, a pass rusher, at least a top three guy. But he was not a high draft pick, and so you don't know about the expectations there. Brett Kern, uh, the punter, has become such a reliable piece of the Titans. His contract expires after 2022. And I suspect he may be in position to call it a career at that stage, which would leave a big hole in the Titans roster. So um, that is one to fear moving on there. So there's a long range view of the Titans roster, um, but really a lot of, uh, a lot of it holds together for a long time. I mean, um, they've got the core of both sides of the ball in pretty good shape for a pretty good while. Um, the guys to, to keep the biggest eye on there, as I said, Jayon Brown, Johnu Smith and Daquan Jones, um, uh, Jayon and Johnu, I would rank, I would rank Jayon number one, Johnu number two and Daquan number three, but whoever, uh, you didn't come out of that with, you'd have to be drafting pretty highly um, pretty soon. You might have to factor that into this year's draft. Uh, it would certainly be a priority in next year's draft. So keep those three guys in mind as you're looking at what the Titans do in this draft, where cornerback and tackle and running back are all big. Um, and that's why it'd be nice if they could do something in free agency to address um, one of those spots that might free up one of the, the top three spots in this draft to allow um, one of those three positions to be addressed. Or if you see a free agent move, you know, we're thinking about those spots, tackle, running back, 
and cornerback um, right now as the primary needs. But if you were to see uh, conceivably an inside linebacker, you know, right now he'd be the third guy. Uh, if you were to see, they need defensive linemen either way. But um, right now they've only got two very good defensive linemen. Um, and a year from now they could be down to, to only one. Um, so they've got to address that position with Daquan and and uh, Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons being the, the only two who really have any pelts on the wall right now or any kind of uh, resume. And then Johnny Smith, I mean, uh, Johnny Smith was drafted and equipped to be the, the guy to replace Delaney Walker. But Michael Pruitt and Anthony Ferkser are not equipped to replace Johnny Smith. Um, and that may be a, a big reason why tight end should probably go on that uh, draft list. And it'd be good if they could pick up a uh, a veteran at one of these positions to ease the draft burden on the need there um, because need is coming. Need is coming. Hey, I invite you. Uh, I haven't done a mailbag in a bit. I should do a big one this week. So tweet me at Paul Kuharski NFL. Um, and I will try to get to as many as I can. Um, and I'd urge you to become a member of paulkuharski.com. If you are not, there is a membership button. If you're on your desktop or if you're on your phone or your iPad, if you hit the, uh, the square that's composed of three lines, um, that'll call up a menu for you. You could hit membership there. Uh, it's not a very expensive deal. You get private Periscope and Facebook lives, which are one of the biggest features. It's a calm, smaller gathering without a lot of nonsense questions from crazy people who are trying to stir up a bunch of crap. Um, and so we have very um, calm, reasonable, smart conversations. Um, I'd love to have you being a part of those. You get everything I write when Blake Bettingfield's writing, you get everything he writes. Um, you get podcasts like these when I have guests, uh, they go behind walls. I'm due to do one with Frank Wycheck relatively soon that won't be for everybody that'll be predominantly for you'll get a little sliver of it the rest of it will be for members and um and you get membership to uh, our private facebook page where uh, we gather and chat as well so i'd encourage you to check it out come join we would love to have you and i'd also ask you to uh subscribe and listen to my other podcast called elsewhere which is produced by 104.5 The Zone, my radio station, where I'm a part of the Midday 180 from 10 to 2 every weekday. Um, so I encourage you to listen to that. We're doing some uh, some really interesting shows during the coronavirus stuff where we're uh, going well beyond sports to talk about what's going on in the world now. I hope you're uh, staying safe, doing your best to stay inside and still getting a walk out in the sunshine when you could find some not much here right now as i'm looking out uh into the rainy environs of brentwood tennessee i appreciate you joining me i look forward to talking to you soon uh send me some questions and i'll see you in the mailbag real soon thanks for listening
The Paul Kaharski Podcast is a joint production of paulkaharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com. Mm-hmm.